Go ahead and set you three on the even couch here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Can you not? Will you actually smell it? No, it's all good. Okay. You know you smell on the smellums. Actually, you don't smell. Honestly, I smell pretty bad. I, this one, this Keep one, your arms down. No, I really, really kind of do. Rest your arms. We were here last night. Um, I also have a stuff. We had a we had a live <laughs> we had a live interview last night, and uh, he couldn't make it in. Like the security was. Oh whoa! Yeah. Oh, he was on the drive on this yesterday. We're like, right, but we put him on today. Oops, oh, on yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Sorry. You would have had to submit it during light hours because you didn't. It was because it was right. we did it live. So it's like goes six to eight. And getting in anywhere here after like four, I'd say, is really, really difficult. So we were going to. Okay, cool. Do you have a particular order you want us to go to? Not yeah. really. You can honestly. I, I hate. Be, I don't. This is. I wish that I was. Oh, it's good. It's good. I uh, church and state. Okay, fair. All right, totally fair. Just, Honestly, I really love. Um, wait, yeah. Mo- uh, hey guys, we've never had three people on the couch, so so if it if it falls, if it falls, good, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep the cameras rolling. Oh, you mean like this the platform? Yeah. Did you build this? No, Cameron built it. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they let you build shit in here. Did you have to clear the tools? You no, know, it was funny as we when we moved yeah. over, I was like, hey, can somebody help build the tent? No, we don't have any stuff. I'm like, it's a studio lot. What do you guys think about me putting five pictures of myself up behind here? Is that really? enough? Yeah. Well, I think we've got like But they should all be slightly peering into where your place <laughs> like just looking at me. <laughs> just kind of like looking and being and like pointing and laughing. Maybe like all sort of This is a perfect focusing idea. attention. Just like Oh. Let me know when you're yeah, all set, yeah. looking at your MacBook. <laughs> Honestly, that's what what I want. I want to try and put it I'm going to try and sneak um Pictures of me in all of the play in all of the uh, rooms in Amazon That's everywhere, just great. to see if just stock pick photos up on of it. you. Yeah, yeah. Just you moving around. <laughs> do you want to call you Izzy, Isaac? What do you want? Izzy feels cool. That feels good. Yeah, it feels correct. That's my. That's, that's when I'm in rock and roll mode. You, I mean, you are right, and you look great. I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah, dog. I'm so happy to see wild. you. Okay, are we good? We're good. Hello. Um, welcome to the Emo Night radio program. That's it, the official title of this? I don't know what it is. It's <laughs> wow. just Emo Night. It's Emo Night Radio. <laughs> Emo Night Radio. This is three guys program. on a couch. Uh, we yeah. start with a moment of silence. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here now more than ever. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we're here. Yeah. And we never start with a moment of silence. Jesus Christ. Scott, just for us. Tyson, Izzy. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on a... In, you, nobody knows, but it's Friday at 11 a.m. Yeah. Thanks for making it happen this early for us. We all have these, like, bizarrely fractured schedules. We're all, like, Scott flew in from Austin last night or day before. Izzy just got back from Indonesia, and I, you know, I work in a basement. So <laughs> I never know what time it is. It was incredibly difficult for you to get here. It was hardest for me, yes. Yeah, you came from Indonesia? I, I was out there, yeah. To come here? Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, so I'm glad to be back. For this specifically? Yeah. Totally. What were you doing in Indonesia? No, I was just out there playing a quick little festival. Yeah, so I want to know how, how long have you guys known each other? Because this, like, this yeah. is, uh, and, and I have a lot of questions. Okay. How long have you known each other? Let's do that. Like 12 years? 
It's been a while. We first met on this Taking Back Sunday All American Rejects co headlining tour. Yeah. Um, 2009. Izzy. And Scott had been with us maybe for a year by that point, maybe a year, two years? No, was I wasn't. Longer? I wasn't so on was right that after tour. That. I was after. Okay. Oh, that's even cooler. Y'all met in like '09, wow. and then I met yeah. Ty in 2011, <laughs> prime time. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I met Izzy like at a reject show. Yeah, I keys for rejects as well. And, yeah, uh, and then we all kind of became buds like that, just like off to the side, not really doing music stuff, just like hanging out. Yeah, which is like I think a better way to. I don't know. You you're in this just as much as we are, as far as just the the crossover of of work and music, and it's it really can feel like it's funny. They don't really tell you that music can begin to feel like a job when it's something that you work on every day. I mean, what are you going to Zook in like five minutes to go do a DJ set? You know, it's it's not it's not uh, it's not just all sunshine and rainbows and like everybody sleeps on the same gigantic sleeping bag every night. I think that's a really, really great way to put it because, I mean, like, just what we were talking about last time, like, coming in here, like, this is fun. For I love doing this. This yeah. is, when I'm in it, this is some of my favorite shit in the entire world. We can swear, by the way. So this is, yeah, so everybody say one swear. <laughs> uh, but this is, like, my, this is, like, one of, this is my favorite thing. Pee-pee. Okay, that's a little, a little too much. No, no it's all right. It's you, not thank bad. you so much. But, it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I know, it's weird, lot, right? so. But this is, like, my favorite. But last night we had an interview, and it gets really stressful and hectic, and that's not what people see. Yeah. And the way that I, you know, I know, I've known you two guys for a while now, and to see you guys forming a band organically out of friendship you can tell when you listen to the songs right like it, you can tell when you when you're you have three singles out right now right nice mm-hmm. yeah yeah we got three of them out so far yeah testing the waters how how is it going good man like honestly it's i don't know this is this is great because i'm in a band with two guys who have never like been faces for a band um and and watching them develop this uh, developing this alongside them is like doing it for the first time because i'm doing it through their eyes it's like showing it's funny my buddy's dating a a a young a young lady and i was like have you seen beetlejuice and she's like no i was like oh how fantastic you get to you get to watch her watch beetlejuice and see that for the first time in her eyes and it's like watching it's like basically like watching these two guys watch Beetlejuice for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're yeah. a little kid and you don't see, never see an, air, you haven't seen an airplane before, and you're like, yeah, look at that. It just yeah. feels mm-hmm. it, 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 it's more of a pure experience, and it feels like the first time again for me, and it's actually the first time for these guys. Yeah, so. because you, you both of you, Izzy and Scott, you guys have played in bands forever, right? Yeah. You've played in bands forever. Are you still currently playing in in other people's bands and touring in other people's bands? I am. That's what he was in yeah. in, in Indonesia for. Yeah. <laughs> and and when you look at the art and you hear the songs, you guys all come out in it. Like, do, do you guys feel the same way that Tyson does about being front and center in this project? Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. Like years being in a more supportive role. Um, Izzy's like an assassin at the the side man thing, playing guitar on stage, and then I've. I play keys for All American Rejects, but like as a side guy, and then I also like produce a lot. So always in a supportive role, and then now jumping in as like a full band member is really fun. Because like, for instance, this interview, like Izzy and I, if it was like one of our regular gigs, 
we'd be like on the bus right now dicking around yeah. or like at Taco Bell or yeah. whatever, you know? <laughs> I, I, know yeah. I know. I was really, that's, I was really happy all of you guys came in. Yeah. You know, I've <laughs> talked to you. I've, we've talked for. Ad nauseum. You know, enough of you. <laughs> I, I, I really, really want to know, like from you, you know, you guys have started a band after being in bands for so long. Yeah. That what, what is, what about, why did you start this band and moving forward? Like how, is it going to be different than what you guys have been doing so far? I can tell because of, you know, at least from the three songs, but for everybody that either hasn't heard or will hear after this, I want you guys to give a pretty, really good explanation of what you guys are doing. Cool. Um, I mean, it, it does feel very new and exciting it's something that i've kind of witnessed from the side so i've seen like oh one day if i'm ever in that role this is what i was gonna do so now it's like cool it's here this is how i'm presenting things and it's the first time that my taste and style have been um elevated to like bring in what you want everyone kind of is come as you are bring what you want and then by us doing that, it was just us kind of falling into these roles that we naturally would do. But then in it, in the context of the music, it's not just me coming in and playing a guitar part and then leaving. It's like, okay, cool. Well, now maybe we can do these kinds of drum beats and let's move with this. And Scott's like, well, these vocal arrangements and Tyson's doing lyrics that might feel a little bit different to what has been the norm for so long. And so with the change it brings a growth i think for everyone where we're all elevating each other in a way that isn't just kind of ah step out there play a show and cool do the it's thing fun. and leave this is, it really mm -hmm. feels like uh building a little family a community of like-minded people that feels a little bit more like high school band days like it's kind of starting over from the beginning in every incredible way where you can't really go backwards once you're doing it once you've heard an established band that's kind of made your mark it's hard to really walk it back so this is a way that we can start from the beginning in something that feels aligned with who we all are that's kind of always the point is just following our guts and doing what feels right and then being able to be a face of it is really exciting and a lot of fun to i don't know give um of myself in ways that I haven't really before. Remember when I asked, explain this, and then you explained it incredibly well. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just tell me about this. And then you did the exact thing that I oh, asked and dog. nobody went off on it. It's so articulate. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really, really wonderful. So when you guys are writing songs, is everybody putting in equal parts? Are you bringing parts to, or is somebody bringing more parts? Or do you, are you sitting in a studio doing this it's just like free, man. It, that that's the best way I could say it. Like it, it, sometimes Scott, it's it's based on availability too. Scotty and Izzy, there was one thing one time they got together to write for a session, and they they get they spit out like four or five starts for songs or just ideas. Basically, Izzy riffing and Scotty building like a quick drum loop and maybe some accompaniment, but. And then they just send it to me and I'm in Vegas, you know, with COVID and locked up in a hotel room. And like the two days later, I got th three sort of additions to those three parts and it's just super organic. Whereas I feel like, I don't know, in, in, in the past or even just the, the way the music business has become so calculated with songwriters, it, it's like this giant 
uh, I don't know. I it's know like what, a, let me it's ask like you, the let blob, me, the movie The Blob, yes. where the blob is not violent. The blob is actually not, it's a sentient being, but it's not, it just rolls over people and consumes them. And it doesn't, it's not attacking, it's just absorbing. And I feel like writing songs, the way that it's become so homogenized and streamlined for a lot of the process, I'm not saying that there's not magic out there. I'm just saying the bands I grew up wrote their songs. Right. The bands I grew up with, had their internal process that was so sacred to themselves that that is why I, that is that is the question I didn't know that was answered by saying, oh, this is why you love this band because they are the pure reason why you love the Pixies because the fucking Pixies wrote their songs, um, and 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 if Frank Black came in with a start for a song, it was felt out right on the floor with Kim and everybody right there, and it was like boom, this is alive, like like. Like what we love about hearing these stories about the Brown Sugar Sessions with the Rolling Stones, when they switch parts just to play paint to write Paint It Black, they're like, "Here, you why don't you play drums, Mick? Why don't you play guitar, uh, Ron?" It's like, what the fuck? Like it was just about the joy of creating together and not necessarily needing some third party that kind of puts man i've done these things where it turns into like a bit of a I was mcdonald's gonna, that's what i was gonna through. ask you guys is because like you have been doing this for so long is there parts of you that you're like when you're writing you're like well, i have to make it because to sound like and then reel it back real because it's like you know what people are going to be like you should change it to this to make it sound like this you should change this lyric to sound like this because it'll sell better yeah. do better you guys have complete control over this. Yeah, that's the point of this band is to totally get away from that because we've been in those situations before where, and not to like totally knock those situations because oh. sometimes Some it can good. be great. Yeah. Some of it's good. Yeah, yeah. some right? of it's great. Um, but we wanted something that was just like totally for us. Um, and we kind of like, it's, it's kind of great to like call the shots. It's all our fault. <laughs> and we get to present it how we want to. We get to say what we want to say, and it's a fucking lot of fun. Yeah, with that risk, you're taking the responsibility of it. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, now you can bounce things from you guys instead of somebody being like, "You should do this because of this." Look, we run into that all of the time, and then guess what happens? It turns into something I don't like. Saccharine yeah, right. garbage. Yeah. Yes, and or yeah. God forbid, you're actually influencing a culture that doesn't know anything but that, which I think mm -hmm. is dangerous for for the progression of art as a whole in general right yes like if you're putting out things that people look up to and they take that as art that is dangerous yeah. yes and we're in even a more dangerous time where the brand itself could sell bibles to uh to a church like like it's it's a frightening amount of power that that some some of these brands also known as artists and celebrities have to be able to say this is cool you don't even have to, I mean, they're going to turn it up and you can digest it and it will be good just because it's coming from this source. Like, that's a scary point that we are at in American history, I think, where where the source, as we trust the source no matter what it is. As long as it's as long as it's continuing to feed us content, because we just want to consume it. So, like, yeah. Before I get on a tirade, honestly, about that. I like it because <laughs> I scary. agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. And when I was listening to these songs, that the honestly, that is the truth. When I was listening to these songs, I was like, I wonder 
if somebody was like, do this because you've got these people in this and they know how to do this and they know the A, B, and C and how to get from here to there. Mm. And I was like, I was wondering, because their songs are fucking awesome. Thanks, like, they're man. great Thanks, songs. The, I can tell, like, the influ- like, I can tell because I think we're all probably around the same age. So I can tell the influences of what you guys are putting in there. Yeah. But if you had to describe this music to anybody who hasn't heard it, like, how would you? Because to me, these are great pop songs. That That's mm-hmm. the way that I would describe it. Definitely. I, I don't think that there's a really, unless me being in the band and seeing how they're written, I don't think that I could describe it in any way, but they're really great pop songs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's how they were. Exactly. I feel like that's is. how we're trying to throw them. New wave pop. Yeah. yeah. And in a way, I guess where in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, pop music wasn't, too much of a dirty word it was very cool to like pop music in a lot of circles and like you know kate bush is pop music but it's not but it it is is. whatever's popular in the moment and peter gabriel and stuff like that where it might not feel like a bad word it's trying to make it where it's all of us can like the same thing. That's, yeah. that Popular music was, fun, was yeah. the was where that was reduced from, and it's like you think Nirvana at some point was pop literally music, pop. Bro. Anything yeah. that people like <laughs> in in that space, yeah, is pop music. You know, we yeah. we just made something that said like you can say emo now because it used to be such <laughs> yeah. a bad. That was well, very so many bands word. hated that label, right? I'm mm-hmm. sure when you guys came out, like you guys probably got some grief from people. It's funny. I remember this we is still a, get it. Dude, I remember, <laughs> I remember we were doing some tour with dashboard and I was like, Hey, we should like ask emo night if they want to like, uh, maybe like partner up with us for like the tour announced because we were doing a tour with rejects and dashboard and he's like nah man that's not really my thing i know dude and i was, was like, like dude you're you are the father of, of emo. all of this stuff and <laughs> it's are. and now Own that shit dude then it, it's an okay and he does thing now. I, I, he does now <laughs> yeah he loves yeah, it yeah. and yeah. now I th- it's it's a really i think it's part of growing up also being able to accept this is what we are this is what we like and i'm yeah. not really afraid of what other people are going to fucking say about it and that's the way that i feel like this band is that's the way that i i you know listening to it that's the way that i interpret it right yeah like you guys are like we're doing this this is what we like this is cool it's okay if you guys want to get on board cool if not this is what we're gonna be doing there's no there's not really any rhyme or reason to it it, in fact there's it we put limitations on ourselves on purpose sometimes like he was saying like hey we're just gonna try to write a song in five minutes let's see what happens and it might work it might not but some of those turned out to be songs on the record and it's just like with all of the things that we know and that we've done before we do have i think a, a, a moral compass of or an oral compass of what we like but it doesn't ever have to be like oh well this is gonna make a tiktoky thing and whatever it's just like if we like it and it's cool and all of us dig it, then that wins. That's that's the that's the good idea. That's that is correct, point. as we say. It that really com- It really it's comes correct. out. You guys are like, we don't have to make a three minute song. It has to be like exactly this. Mm-hmm. I th- I really like that you guys go in and be like, let's write a song in like five minutes. Yeah, like let's yeah. do this. Like cha- like song challenges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, honestly, it sounds. You know, I grew up playing in bands that never went anywhere. Mm. You know, and it, but it was the most fun I've ever had. Yeah. It was the most fun I've ever had playing and writing with my friends. And I'm interested to see like what, after these three songs, what the next progression is for you guys. Like, is it going to be a little bit more experimental? Is it going to be like, do you know what you have 
coming up or are you just releasing as you write? No, we're, we're, um, this is all a part of a record that, um, the first three songs were part of this record that we're putting out on March 17th called, uh, the creatrix. And, the next song that we're going to offer with the release of the record is called Tragedy. And I think it's 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 probably our favorite song on the record as far as just being really like the essence of what the band is in this um, in this iteration of this record. Um, and so for the next thing, it's funny, I'm already talking about it. I was like, we got to go. <laughs> like, we have this song called She's So Handsome that's behind this record that's, um, that is... Uh, that I wrote for my friend Mason, who we got, um, they, they're they on the song. And it's it's like definitely, it's funny, we kept it off the record, I think for a reason, because it's definitely a step in a in an evolutionary way for us into like more of, I don't know, that sort of like funky art rock Devo kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like it definitely feels like it's it's going like a little bit further into a land of of weird and even mm. this this video that we did for tragedy man like it's we just finished it's it wild. with this great director uh nas it's the craziest shit like it's funny if you watch all the videos that we released so far they're kind of the first one you're like oh yeah this like this feels like the comfortable land that maybe even i left feeling comfortably uh comfortable to approach music video wise and then the next one we did like this kind of lyric video for a song called Heart to Heart. Then the third one was just this outclamation. Um which was fucking Which we're so which you guys dude, would love on dude. We loved it. And then that is really the downbeat beginning of like our weird. Like once everything after this, I think we're finally embracing the fact that we are the children that are now it's funny. Now we we were the guys who were just weirdos at a young age, and now weirdos have been embraced by culture. And 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 are and are not only accepted but celebrated, and it's such a beautiful moment in time to be like an elder weirdo, <laughs> dude. You know, you know what you were saying earlier, right? Like how we do have like the blob, right? But we also have this that point as well. Absolutely, where we're we there are positives and negatives to the technological advance of where we're we're living. Mm. I don't necessarily like it all the time, and in fact, I kind of hate it most of the time. But when I get to sit down with you guys and be like. You're, you are successful at what you do. You know how to, and you're like willing to do that as adults and go back to it. It may, it kind of revives me to be like, oh yeah, I forgot that I can be what I like and be, do right, do the things that I like to do. And it's an okay thing to do and not worry about being judged by what I'm going to be put out, put out. And I think yeah. it's really, really special. That's why I like this band because it reminds me of being in a band. It reminds me of hanging out with my friends. It reminds me of when I was as mature and as, you know, successful as at being in bands as you are. It reminds me of when I was a little kid, which is a weird thing. It's fun. Yeah, that's amazing. Cause that's, that's exactly what we were going for. That's exactly what we needed in that moment is we Truly. were just, we were like so sick of the, the fucking hamster wheel, you know, of the industry. And we were just like, we, we want to go back to that feeling of being fucking 14 and playing your guitar in your bedroom and not giving a shit. You know, yeah. I, I asked this, I asked this question, like we have a, we have a discord and every morning we'll ask like some wacky question. And I, I'd be interested to hear what you guys had to say about this. Besides the music of being in our teens, what's the, like, what's a nostalgic 
factor for you? Like when I go into a mall, I'm like, oh, I feel like that. Like you feel old. Where I just like or displaced. I remember like you know the fingering corner in the mall. You know what I mean? Like I remember. <laughs> like that's like what I remember. Was it in the racing game where you have the curtains, or like the Jurassic yes, Park dude, game? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like right next to Buck Wild Buck Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Course, but like there's like some things that like I can smell, like Nautica. Mm-hmm. Like if I smell Nautica, you know, I'm instantly yeah. transformed yeah. back to that. You place. walk in that anchor blue, and it's just like. What? That, yeah. yeah. Like the the entrance to a Hollister brings me <laughs> yeah. more, brings me more yeah. joy yeah. than most things. And I'd be, you know, like when I was listening to this your guys' songs, you know, I I really kind of felt one of those those things. It's we That's cool. It's drenched in nostalgia as as like a For sure. For me, I I can say as a bit of a a blanket I, as somebody that openly loves nostalgia, like deeply and very specifically in a lot of ways, like that late eighties, early nineties sound, there's a lot of things that went extinct for no reason other than it wasn't cool anymore. Like grunge took over. And so, Oh, we don't, we don't use that kind of reverb or we don't play that kind of sound on the guitar anymore. And that's the stuff that I grew up loving that like there's certain guitar sounds that no one I shouldn't say no one, but it, it wasn't really too popular until a few years ago where, oh, it sounds 80s. And then Stranger Things makes a soundtrack and people are like, I love that. That's cool. 80s is cool now. It's like, wow, that was something that was I was so ashamed of and embarrassed for liking for so long, for liking a 90s pop song. Well, it yeah. really wasn't cool for so long. But to be able to just put wear those influences proudly and just say, this is what I think the music should sound like i think that's always what it was is it's what we think the song should sound like and servicing the music only rather than it being like well you know we didn't play this old vintage telecaster on it was just whatever we had in the moment there's a lot of parts where we just used whatever was around for better or worse there's hum and there's clicks and there's the fan from whatever room it's like it it never was in a recording studio it always was just in the bedroom of wherever we were and no offense to guitar players out there but also offense to guitar players out there <laughs> i when i was listening to the songs i was like i it was a noticeable like you're 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 like a music nerd, he's a guitar god yeah like yeah. You, you know he's, like he's the he's the front man of this band <laughs> he, uh, he, no 100%. that's like that's the that's the thing that i loved about about that offering i'm so glad you could hear it because it's i, I don't he know is. we stand in izzy's shadow and oh and are blessed by his life i i you know it is really one of those things that i never pick up unless it's like a pantera riff right yeah, you have yeah. to you have to be so far above in guitar for me to be like mm. but i <laughs> You know, I don't know if it's because I know you or I don't know if it's because I was listening to it and at a time where I was like, this is great. But I really picked up on the guitar. Again, no offense to guitar players, but also offense to guitar players because I don't normally. It's not normally something that I gravitate to. Yeah, I I remember in consciously going like he, he, you know, we, we found ourselves in this band as we wrote. So I remember you know, there's a moment for a guitar solo, and I was—I remember just coaxing him, going, "Shred, dude, don't be afraid." Like, like the there's such a disgusting thing about people that shred openly and overtly, and like, like just just shredding their nut all over. Like that's dirty. 
to me. He loves it though. I'm sure, like Satriani <laughs> and shit like that. But but I think in pop music there is a tasteful amount of shred that you're allowed. And Izzy like walks up to that and he presses that threshold. But it's so melodic that you don't that you're 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 um you're almost it's a disguise he's like he's disguising these awesome shreds in luscious melody and he pulls it off and it makes it this experience where you're like oh fuck that's a guitar man like where instead of i never noticed the guitar in music like it's always an accompanying thing and a voice izzy makes it stand out on this record in a way that makes it feel like oh like at least for me that Oh, here's this is what I've been like missing about what where, where a guitar is supposed to be placed. And for me, and yeah. like and for me, I love like that. I also think that that was one of the nicest things that you could say about somebody. That was a that was <laughs> yeah, a, such a good. Was... Okay, now you say something nice about okay, Scott. Okay, and so for <laughs> your birthday, bring it on. Yeah, no, but yeah. it it's truly it is the fact that it's all three of us because I couldn't do this without Tyson's coaxing and I couldn't put the sounds all together without Scott's organization and grand vision of being able to see something zoomed out. Cause I'll get frustrated and be like, it's not good enough. And you're like, Oh no, 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 it's okay. Like understanding the, the therapist mind and the producer brain. It's like every single part of what we do is all elevated by the other person's thing. Whereas I feel like I've, tried to do this before but it's never succeeded because the other players weren't the right matches totally and so in something where tyson might be just like oh just make it this more creative thing i can understand what that is but if it was just him and i trying to do that it might cause me to be a little bit frustrated because i don't know where to go so having scott to be able to be like hey actually take it here that we're going now we're cooking it's like great like no one has to do too much everyone's just doing their favorite stuff so to have that be the presentation i'm just like okay cool great i get to just just be me and no one's mad about that we're encouraging it ah i I don't think that there's anything more about like more valuable than a great partnership yeah like yeah and to have three people doing it that's I think the the craziest thing from my experience throughout this process is to have everyone to not only be complimentary but also necessary in order to make the thing. Yeah. It's I mean in any creative endeavor to have three people, three heads, three minds. It's always the Cohen brothers, it's the Duffy brothers. It's it's two people and for some reason they're mostly related. But no, but this is <laughs> this is like the interesting thing is I've never been in a band where everybody contributes and nobody's stepping on each other's toes and it's a flow and you can find it because usually there's an ego in the room. There's an ego in the room and the ego is what kills art because you're considering yourself immediately when this is a selfless endeavor. Do your other do you guys' other bands are they jealous of like what you guys are doing like and it's a real it's like a real question do they like Thru- Everybody's they- supportive. Really? Yeah. Super supportive. Yeah. 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 But- I think I think it's just so it's so singular for our experience that yeah, no. I mean it's and and dare I say it, I mean, some my thing's in a time capsule, man. Like it's the music is there and it is ha- it has been written. So this is the new. It's funny. I I, I say I say like, oh, my new band now more than ever. Like, new band. What about the All American Rejects? I was like, yes, that's my old band, and they're still playing. But yeah. it's really, it's really funny that people have such a, a a hard understanding to define. Like, well, new is growth, and old is 
is not something you're like kicking to the side. I have an old pair of shoes that I wear all the time and I fucking love them. Nothing fits like those old shoes. But when I get a pair of fresh kicks, I feel kind of spiffy. I kind of feel new and spiffy. What is it, a metaphor or analogy? Yeah. Because that's that that's maybe one of the best ways I can I can think of to describe moving forward in life. Yeah. Like I've yeah. like same thing, worn the same. Well, I've just worn the same thing. You've been three, wearing that <laughs> since three you were weeks, bro. I, dude, I'm dressed, now. I've literally dressed the same yeah. since I've been 15. Yeah, I haven't oh, yeah. changed. I've seen, I have seen fashion go from that's really cool to that's really bad to back to that was really cool, and I haven't changed. That's it. Now people are like, you look great, and I was like, I did. 20 years ago You're timeless yeah. now buddy yeah. You're timeless i think yeah. that's the thing about this era we're in now i said this to somebody else if i took a snapshot of this like family walking on the street like on hollywood it was obviously like they're ready for the tour um i could not tell you where what time this is i could not tell you what time we live in because we are so in this era of regurgitated postmodern. uh nostalgia celebration from every era of nostalgia like a giant hodgepodge but it's also waking up the timelessness of the past just like you said with 90s and 80s sounds and stuff like that k bush having a resurgence uh uh the the who, who's the songwriter on the last of us that 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 just got to wake up too yeah, um, do you it, know uh -huh. feel like you're smart it take on me. It wasn't. So, uh, uh, it wasn't that. I know who it you're was uh, about. Linda Ronstadt. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, All right. She, now Tucson, she's. By the way. So, yeah. I have a go. very funny story about Linda. I was so best. For I was best friends with her nephew. Wow, it's a stretch. <laughs> I, was in a, I was in a band. I was in a. But in Tucson, Tucson. Do they carry the Ronstadt name? It was no, they don't. Uh, no, but no. and I didn't know that, and I also yeah, yeah. didn't know who Linda Ronstadt sure. was when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah. Totally. I played in a progressive metal band called Fathom with him. Let's go. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Fathom with him or just Fathom? Fathom with, okay. with him. The yeah. non-run set. Yeah. It was uh, <laughs> that we used to just sit in his shed, like his you know parents' shed, smoke weed, and listen to Dream Theater. Tight. Yeah, I know it rocks. How Let's old go. were you when you were smoking weed? I see. I can't. I, weed came to me so late in life that I cannot imagine. I think about being younger, and people are like, "Yeah, dude, I was smoking weed since I was twelve. I was like, "How the fuck did your brain come out? Well, I'm, I'm how just, did you like I'm manage? A naturally bad kid, right? Like of this. All of this is not natural for me. <laughs> all, like, there's no reason you're why you're in a big studio at Amazon. None right of now, this is yuppie. Literally, none of this yeah. is natural for me. You know I, how many I, security I, guards we had to get. <laughs> to get in here dude you were so protected yeah. i i don't know how why they gave me a job i don't know why i get to do the things that i get to do i'm just a i'm a bad kid at heart you know i'm a good person bad kid and so i mean probably <laughs> great like, you say that like yeah, yeah. i just i just naturally gravitate toward things that i shouldn't gravitate towards so i mean probably like four four thirteen fourteen i mean my I know that it was that age because my parents were gave my poor si little developing brain. My sister, I know it's stunted. <laughs> I literally have arrested development. Uh, but my uh, my because my sister got a bat mitzvah and my parents were like, "Do you want a bar mitzvah or do you just want to smoke weed?" And I was like, "I'll just 
smoke weed instead. So it had to have been. Wow. Let me, hold on. Weed was on the table, the dinner table. Yeah, I don't think that they were just going to ever, I think I just handed you a sack and you're just like, bless your heart. They were like, bless his heart. That's what the people say that for. I don't, yeah, I know. They, I don't think that they were giving it to me. They're just like, you're going to do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Hey, why do you think that the nostalgia, like what you were just talking about, like why do you think that right now in all aspects of culture, why the nostalgia factor is coming back and why we feel so heavy about it. I think it's always been around. There's always been throwbacks. I mean, if you look at like French new wave film uh, in the sixties, they were just throwing back to like forties noir made in the States in the nineties. There was some throwbacks to like, you know, they made their own twist on like a 60s hippie thing. So it's it's always been around for sure. I think But it's been more sectional. Mm -hmm. It's been more like, oh, there's the five kids in school that go to the thrift stores to buy the bell bottoms. Like I remember that was Mm -hmm. like people experimenting was was nostalgia in my school, Mm -hmm. like in high school. Yeah. But now it's every aspect of culture is a is a sequel to Back to the Future, a sequel to yeah, true, Beetlejuice true. coming, a sequel, a sequel. We're, we're regurgitating because you know, and you could have this argument, but for the most part, mainstream art has like hit a wall, and they're having to reach back to find, and they're and, and honestly, it takes huge tent poles to move culture now. Like it takes Beyonce to bring music forward for for a, a, a section of, of of music. It takes. It takes a huge, huge artist to lead the the charge, right? I mean, I think that's the only thing moving us forward culturally is fortunately and unfortunately, instead of it being something that is like, you know, grunge was a movement of like f- comprised of like 20 bands. Yeah. Now movements are like singular, I think. And I think that's harder to to create the the giant culture around. Do you think it's because we have so much being thrown at us all of the time and we're not, and we're kind of forced to look at everything because back then it was like you, you know, I don't know when the next, so like we're, when we're going to have the next celebrity, like I don't know when the next Tom Cruise is going to happen. Right. Because right now we could be walking down the halls of Amazon and be right next to a person who has, more followers or more whatever that you would want to count their data analytics as people looking at them more than A-list artists when we were growing up. I don't know what it takes. When is the next Beyonce? Like, how does that happen? Like how you're looking at three Beyonce's, right? (laughs) No, it takes, it takes, it takes, (laughs) it takes the machine at an early age. That's what it takes. It takes the Disney star that grows up to be, the epic Miley Cyrus. It takes the. It takes people that are fostered through the system. I think now, like yeah. uh, Sweet Chalamet was fostered even by the, by the, by the, by the Oscars, by the, by the, the, the institution of the Hollywood machine. Yeah. Um, everyone has a champion now, and it has to be institutional. Unfortunately, even TikTok stars are, f- are. The D'Amelio family are are were fostered from, from the, the institution of TikTok. It's not just there's no mail there's no mail in ba- uh, ballots anymore for 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 celebrity. It, it used to be something that people have to have to fucking 
go find one zine and clip out the fucking postcard and send it in. The engagement was so analog, right? You have to lick a stamp, write the person, and hope you, <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis would send you an 8x10 back. Yeah. The killer? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, right. Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah. the killer? <laughs> that guy was a motherfucker. Yeah. I love Jerry Lee Lewis. Man, I, I have this killer tattooed on me somewhere. Whoa. Really? Yeah, he's Somewhere. Great. Somewhere. somewhere. I don't know. I, I, In your matter. shed. But I want to. I, I got to wrap this up because we got to get the. You got to get. We got to get you guys out of here. But um, you guys have a show coming up at the Echo. Yeah, March sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yep. The day before we release the, the album. one thing I wrote down. <laughs> Can we it's get literally, you out? Yeah, Congrats. it's the one thing that I wrote down for this interview. Oh, nice. I had no other questions sure. except for in my head. But I'm very bad at dates. March sixteenth. The yes. Echo. Yes. Yeah, in Los Angeles. So yes. be there. Hey, get a ticket. Which ca which camera am I on? March sixteenth. The echo. Now more than ever. Can we add a wink sound? Okay. Dang. All right. Wow. You're catching yeah. Go on. And then angles. the and then the following day, our uh, our song tragedy and the record will be out into the world. Man, our baby, the creator music video. Yeah. Yeah. Just all this stuff. I can't wait, you guys. I'm. I'm a really really proud of you Thanks, I, i'm really impressed with the band in general i'm happy I'm, you know i'm always happy to know you scott it's so nice to meet you yeah, yeah. great to meet now, you man. Now, i I'm, i know the best interview in the world yeah, yeah. of course I'm literally there's course. nobody better <laughs> we have no reference um, yeah, exactly. this is our first <laughs> official interview is it really the first so yeah. all three of us yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. now you can't do it don't do any more so no, this is we're what, done that's it one, the bar is high Hey, mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for coming into my prison in Amazon. <laughs> I really do appreciate it now more than ever. You guys. Thank you. Thanks, man. All thank right. Thank you. Tight.